Sadwater, and this is Sadcast episode 53. Yeah, no guest this week. Had a guest last week. Good guy, Jordan Buhat. I messed up his last name again, and that's okay, because he's a good guy, and he, he, uh, he'll he get over it, you know? So, uh, biz- I usually do these now during the daytime. Now it's already about 5 o'clock Pacific and I'm tired. I, I had I had a, a busy day. Not that you care. You don't care. And uh, I'm already brain dead. That's it. My brain my brain waves are gone. There's nothing happening up there. Now the mean people that listen to this that hate listen to this would would argue that there never is anything going on up there. And I say, I don't know. I don't know. I have no comeback to that so let's get on with it i it's funny because a lot has happened in the past week but i don't think i have anything prepared um and another funny thing is is that the one of the rants i had for last week that i didn't go i didn't do because i had a guest and i didn't want to get too political with him because he's not he's not even the slightest involved in politics he's an actor on a show called Grownish, so i didn't i didn't want to get him sucked into that and uh, i didn't want to get him in trouble for expressing the wrong thoughts and the wrong beliefs not that i don't know if i don't even know if he does but didn't want to do that so um the the rant i had for last week is actually even more relevant this week than it was then and i'll read you my notes and I can tell you why it's more relevant after I read you the thing I wrote last. I wrote this last week. I wrote this probably last Monday. I said, if America sucks so much, why don't you move somewhere else? Where would that even be? 
Remember Alabama abortions? No? Oh, now it's concentration camps? What's your solution? Now, I have a whole spiel I can go about that. But the funny thing is, is the first line of my note says, if America sucks so much, why don't you move somewhere else? You know who got in trouble for basically saying that verbatim a few days ago? Uh, Our president, Donald Trump, hashtag not my president. I beat you to it because um, I know some of you listening um, are part of the hashtag resist movement. That's okay. You're allowed to believe whatever you want to believe. I'm pretty in the middle with certain things. But um, he got in trouble. Trump got in trouble for saying that last week. Oh, no, he, he got in trouble for saying that yesterday. Was it yesterday or two days ago? It might have been two days ago. Things are moving so fast that I don't even know what day is what. But he tweeted at Ilhan Omar basically saying that if you hate it so much over here, why don't you go back to the country you came from and fix that country and tell us how it goes? Kind of think that's funny. A lot of people, especially in the media, especially whoever makes the Twitter moments section, whoever writes the headlines for that, because you know it's not a robot. Um, they, <laughs> they all said it was racist. Now, I don't think so. First of all, context. Second of all, context. I think it was a joke, but even if it wasn't, this was my notes from last week, and I wasn't really thinking about her. I was just talking in general about people who don't realize how good they have it in this country and who are constantly complaining about the most trivial things, and they're just professional complainers because they move from one thing to the next, which is why in my notes I said, remember Alabama abortions. No, that was maybe a month and a half ago. At most two months ago, where everyone, even including Disney and all the famous actors and everyone you look up to, they said, we need to boycott Alabama and we can't go there anymore because you know that's their favorite destination spot. That's their favorite place to vacation. They have all their vacation homes on the beaches of Alabama. Don't think Alabama is touching the Atlantic Ocean, but you know, beaches of Alabama and they all were up in arms about Alabama, but but that's not a thing anymore because, you know, they solved that by forgetting about it. That's what they do. They forget about whatever they were complaining about. And um, it just kind of proves how stupid people are. They're not really in any of this for their beliefs. They, I, I think most people don't really have beliefs. They, uh, they like the bandwagon. They like the trend and they like virtue signaling. They like pretending that they care about certain things, uh, especially because of social media. And I talk about this a lot, but when people like to post on social media a lot, uh, it's really just to show other people how good they are. Uh, it's sad. You know what I like to do on social media? I like to post um, the most ridiculous things, which is why I get a lot of hate. And I like to ruffle feathers. And I like to make people try to get people to hate me. In real life, though, it's really hard to hate me. In real life, um, you can you can totally disagree with what I say, but I don't think you'll want to punch me in the face. 
because it would have happened already many times. And I think I just kind of, I just keep pushing the limit. And so far, I haven't been punched in the face for my beliefs. Maybe I, sh- I should go to an Antifa rally. Maybe I should go to Portland and, uh, you know, see if anything happens. But so far, it seems like people don't hate me in real life. But on the internet, that's why I welcome it. I mean, partially. Also, I like being real. Um, how boring would it be if you curate your whole life online to, to, to make, make a fake version of yourself, to, to present the squeaky, the squeaky clean version of you, the new and improved you online only, only online the new, the squeaky clean version of you, and um, they're not sold in stores or presented in person because, you know, Maybe you may, my my theory is a lot of these people hate themselves. So, and they don't, and you don't really have control over how people perceive you in real life. It's really hard to do that. Actually, impossible to do that. You know, maybe sometimes you'll have a a pimple, superficial things like that, or maybe you don't really um, drive the nicest car or eat the fanciest food, or um, maybe you're not in shape, but online. It's all different. Online, you can present people the greatest version of you that never existed. And that's what people do all the time. So they jump on the bandwagon. They jump on, what should I be upset about this week? With, without really looking into things because it's too hard to do that. Without really having any strong beliefs about anything. Because that's also hard. If you had strong beliefs about things you would have to be able to change your beliefs because if you stayed with your the same beliefs you've always had then you're not you're not growing and you're not testing yourself you're not you're not really cu- curious at all you have no philosophical belief system there's nothing to that so the easier thing to do is to pretend which is literally what people do online for everything else. So why not do it about politics? Why not do it about, uh, you know, Alabama and hating Alabama Alabama and their new rape laws? Or no, <laughs> their abortion laws. <laughs> Imagine Alabama passed rape is okay. And, and, and I, was, uh, I was angry at people for um, boycotting Alabama for that. So now, now people are are complaining about the past. It's been it's been a couple of weeks. It's been the concentration camps, and I I didn't do the air quotes on the live stream. By the way, I'm live streaming on YouTube for a few of you, and now it's concentration camps. That's not a real thing either. Um, if you encourage people to keep crossing the border, if you keep encouraging people to break the laws that we have in place, there's gonna it's 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 kind of like if, if there's the Powerball lottery and it's cl- hitting close to a billion, and since people don't respect math, you get hundreds of, uh, you get you get millions of people buying lottery tickets because they don't respect math. So they're like, oh, I can do, I can win this, I can win the billion dollar Powerball. So you're telling the whole, you're telling all of Mexico and South America that hey, just just um. Say you're a refugee and cross our borders. You know how many people are gonna are gonna just drop everything and come over here? You're gonna have a you're gonna have thousands upon thousands of people. 
So when you have f- facilities in place to, you know, keep people who are crossing the border illegally and they're only meant to to house at most a thousand or two thousand people but they now have to fit ten thousand people you know there's gonna be problems and that's because i mean one of the reasons it's because you're encouraging people to cross the border illegally do you know who hates uh illegal immigrants do you know who hates them normal immigrants people who have waited in line for five, ten years, maybe more. They hate illegal immigrants. They're the most racist out of them all. <laughs> I mean, not really racist. It's, I'm using the word like how everyone else is. My my housekeeper in Miami, who's been with me since I was four or five, Margarita from Guatemala, she's the most racist out of them all. She waited and waited and waited to be a legal U.S. citizen. She's the most. She's probably the most Republican person you'll meet. Because she doesn't want, um, one second, look. There you go. She doesn't want people coming here for, f- for, for free. She doesn't want people getting free lottery tickets when she's been buying that lottery ticket every year with the same numbers because they're the magic numbers. And after 10, 15 years, she won. She won that. Sorry, I needed a, I needed a drink. I'm parched. That's a really good word, parched. It's like um, it's like crisp, or um, pie. <laughs> parched, parched is a great word. There's some really good words out there that that just sound better than what they achieve. Oh no! Wait! 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 I um, I have a pro- oh, and it's going. All right, I'm back recording. I had a problem with GarageBand. It was echoing in my head what I said two seconds ago. I was saying I was saying some important things, you know. I was saying parched. Parched is a great is a great word. Now I'm thrown off. <laughs> That's why I need an engineer, you guys. You know what my next step for this whole podcast is? I might take it out of Sadwater. Because, you know, I tried keeping politics out of it, but um, actually, I mean, even Sadwater has been getting a little bit, I post what I know people will, will respond to. If I go back to what I was posting a year ago on Sadwater, if I started posting that, no one would respond to it. When I post semi-controversial things, people respond to it, so it encourages me to keep posting those kinds of things and writing those kinds of sad facts. But uh, the next step with sad water, someone put in quotes trolling, but the next step with sad water is I'm going to, I'm going to pitch this podcast to investor types. And I want to get a real studio. I want to get a real engineer. I want to get real, uh, video equipment, and I want to do proper live streams, and I want to have, um, if you've ever seen Chris D'Elia's podcast, that production quality, if you haven't, go check that out. It's actually a good podcast, but that production quality. So that's kind of the next step I want to do. And I'm going to go even crazier with my beliefs. I won't hide certain things because it'll be more about culture and politics than about answering questions. I'll still do that. I'll still answer the questions if they're good. But... um. Someone said, are you hoping to go full YouTube channel mode? Yes. 
Yeah, I am. Um, but that needs money. So I know some people to talk to. I had a meeting with someone today that works for a pretty cool billionaire guy. And that's a long shot, but I have a different plan with them that could tie this whole thing together, but that would be later on. So yeah, the, the, the funny thing is, is that some of the sad facts I've been posting are pretty controversial. And, um, for instance, I'll give you one of them was, uh, a sad advice and sad fact from a couple days ago. And it is, of uh, hashtag national, no hashtag international non-binary day. And I also tweeted about this. And, uh, oh, I'll give you an example of, of why it's hard to punch me in the face in person. Why it's hard to hate me in person. You can hate me online. It's fine. And I haven't even gone fully extreme there yet. But I posted on Twitter about International Non-Binary Day. And, again, it was something like the sad fact, basically about how non-binary doesn't exist. It's not a real thing. Doesn't. It's it's just a new thing people invented to feel more special, like everything else. And um, so the receptionist at my gym, she's a nice, uh, young, pretty lesbian girl. So clearly, she buys into all of this LGBTQAQApple.com.org.cc acronym thing. She buys into all of the letters in that acronym. And <laughs> someone's uh, some 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 people are offering me money in YouTube to get this uh this sad water sad cast to the next level. Thank you guys, but you know I don't believe you. Now back to what I was talking about. So she believes in all of those letters in the acronym of the LGBTQA dot org cc dot straight people are bad thing and um so she goes hey i um i have a question about your twitter and right away i go oh is it the national non-binary day thing and she goes yes and i go before I, I knew what her question was so i go yeah i meant it yeah it's real yeah i believe that and then immediately like immediately i said but you don't have to agree with me you could just say hey i don't agree with you and i would i would have said okay and that's it People, people are so used to having to get combative and argue about their beliefs that that catches them off guard. But uh, then I, I kind of explained. I said that uh, whatever happened to just being gay? I, I feel like gay people are straight now because especially if you're just a gay white man, that's, that's, as, that's as basically you're saying you're a straight white man. <laughs> That's not part of the protected class anymore. A gay white man, not a thing. That's not, no one's oppressing them. They have achieved the, lex, the next level of life by not being oppressed anymore. Yeah, gay is too boring, someone said. So that's kind of what I, I, I said. Um, what happened to being gay? Since everyone has to be special, gay is not a thing anymore. You have, they have to invent new things. So one of the new things is non-binary, which I think I learned what it was a couple of days ago. Now I forgot because I'm not going to fill my brain with nonsense. I, 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 need, to, I need to know more about um, art. <laughs> so, so, something, you know, classical music. I need, I need to know more about that. 
than um, what non-binary means because by the time I learn what what that is, there's going to be a new thing. I'm a poly elephant, polyamorous elephant. I, uh, er, (laughs) yeah, it's kind of like the trunk people thing from that cartoon. So then um, back to my extreme Instagram. I said, uh, today's International Non-Binary Day, which means today doesn't exist. And then in parentheses, if this offends you, then you need to reevaluate your priorities and realize your sexual proclivities are not a replacement for a personality that you've ignored to nurture. Pretty good. Pretty blunt. I would have not posted that a year ago, but I kind of don't care anymore. And I think that people gravitate to the more blunt, interesting things. The things I wrote a year ago were cute, but that's besides the point. That that post lost me a lot of followers. I can't remember how many, but it was a lot. So I'm at 100,000 now, and I'm losing followers every day. <laughs> but I don't care because the people who are sticking around are the real people, are the people I want to engage with. By the way, I want to engage with people who don't agree with me on everything. I would love if those people stuck around. And I do assume that a lot of you don't agree with me on a lot of things, and I, 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 I actually hope that. Because I think the way to engage with the new generation of of the youth is by... (laughs) The comments are funny on this live stream. Um, I think the the best way to engage with with anyone, really, is to engage with people who don't agree with you. What's the point of talking to people who agree with you all the time? Except if, if they're your friends. You know... You're not going to change minds by talking to people who already agree with you. The math isn't there. And there's a lot of... For instance, I, I, one of my goals is to be more effective than someone like Ben Shapiro because he's so easy to hate. He's, he's a robot. He's an autistic robot who, who wants to wreck the libs libs wrecked he wants to do that i don't really want to do that um i want to engage with people that don't agree with me that have an open mind that maybe maybe you know maybe will grow as people and change their opinions a little bit but um i don't think i don't think ben shapiro is changing minds Maybe not that many. I don't think he's as influential as people think. Um, especially because he's a very easy person to hate. And, uh, yeah. Also, I have a sneaking suspicion that he really hates his side. He doesn't stick up for anyone on his side. And I think that... I, I feel like he's the type of person that would show up to Bill Maher's show a hundred times before debating someone like Milo Yiannopoulos. He hates Milo Yiannopoulos, but, you know. So, yeah, that was one of the posts. And then I, uh, obviously, I had to do something about storming Area 51 because, you know, that's a really important. Uh, I like this one, and it's actually still relevant today. Yeah, he and Milo have died. Have have A died? What do you mean by that? Ben Westlake? Oh, a feud. Yes. Yes, that's true. By the way, remember when uh, last week I was talking about e-girls and how they're bad? And more specifically, the girl Belle Delphine? Well, 
another uh, uh, there was another more e girl news e thought news <laughs> e thought news would be a um a segment on my show where you know I'll have filming and engineer and then a thing will pop up here and and then it'll just show pictures of the news I want this to be a real thing but e thought news is it for this week is there was a girl named Bianca and I didn't see the pictures and I didn't click on the articles, but the New York Times actually came out with an article about this. And hashtag rest, rest, RIP Bianca, how a teenager's brutal murder ended up on Instagram. Supposedly, this is the New York Times. I'll show you guys on the thing, on the live stream. The New York Times posted this. This girl was basically either her, sorry to get graphic, her throat was slit or her head was cut off by her boyfriend for being a whore online (laughs) and i'm not i mean that's a horrible thing to happen there is no but but (laughs) um stop being whores online You, you that that's a rabbit hole you do not want to go down you're not going to feel fulfilled. You can you can be the best one you can be. The most successful one you can be is the girl from last week, Belle Delphine, who is um she's practicing in predatory capitalism. She is 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 basically gathering all the broken incels online, the broken dudes online, and and uh they're they're all little flies and she's the spider and she's just eating biting their heads off. They're trapping them in her web and biting their heads off. That's the best version of that job you could be, is her. So stop being an e-thought. Stop being these e-girls, because you could either become Belle Delphine, or you can get your head chopped off. Those are your choices. Uh, you're not going to get out of being an, uh, an e-thought and becoming a, um, a fulfilled, happy individual with a nice family and a husband who has a nice job. And you have a nice little Range Rover. By the way, I got a new car on Friday. <laughs> that's why I'm late today, and that's why I'm really tired. I had a meeting today at 1. I got a new car on Friday. My other car was up. And then um, last night, I was driving to meet up with this big YouTuber guy. And uh, my car my car died. Three days old. Three-day-old car. The, so there's something wrong with the engine. Um. I like nice things, you guys, okay? I like nice things. And it's not like I'm a, a materialistic person. I was way more materialistic when I was a kid. But I like aesthetic. I like things that were built ni- uh, with with thought, you know? And and um, it's not like I need features in cars, but I like to look at beautiful things. So this is a nice car. But you know what? Sometimes it's not worth it, you guys, because they break after three days. How crazy is that? It broke. I'm not going to – I don't have to pay for it. The, the dealership does, but now I have a loaner, and I'm back to the car I was driving last week. Not a big deal. Still okay. We're going to be okay, guys. We're going to be okay. Uh, a Range Rover Villar 2019 is what I got. They were, they're giving those away. No, I'm kidding. But the 2020s are coming out, so they kind of have had to get rid of the new one, the, you know, that car. Whatever. So I, uh, that's what I had to deal with today. And I, f- I think this was 
maybe in the in some somewhere in the sadcast twenties or thirties. I was talking about how how it, it's um okay to be inconvenienced. I'm not mad. I actually think it's kind of funny because when I got my new car three years ago, I got in a car accident the second day I had it. <laughs> so this is a new this is a new routine for me. Whenever I get a new car, something will happen within one to two one to three days. The second day I had that car, um, last time, wha- there was a hit and run. I was just waiting at a red light, got in a hit and run, and uh, didn't have that car for three weeks or something. So this one won't be that bad. I'll I'll get this car back in a, a few days, but um, I'm starting to see the pattern here, and it's okay with me. So uh, it doesn't back to back to that. It doesn't pay to be a whore online. It just doesn't. I mean, it does literally. But also f- remember this: if you're a hot girl, you have an expiration date. Do you want to use your best years showing yourself naked online for some money, or do you want to make a good family? You don't have to do that right away, but that should be on your mind. Um. So I I didn't read that article, but her her head got got chopped off, <laughs> and it was posted on Instagram. Now the interesting thing, oh of course this guy chopped off her head. Look at this guy. That guy looks like he chops heads off. He's such a loser. He couldn't handle how good looking she was, and uh, he couldn't handle her showing herself online. Dude, idiot. You don't chop off a beautiful girl's head off. Put her in her place and say, hey, I love you. I don't want you doing that. If you want nice things, I will buy you nice things. Don't show yourself naked online. But his decision was he went from zero to chop head off very quickly. He went to um, he went he, he, he skipped over the argument. He skipped over the Hey, let's have a talk. He went to um, I'm going to chop your head off. Very quickly. Now, I, I I only admire that because I don't understand how he went there. So I, I don't know if that word admire is is correct. So don't take that out of out of play. Don't you know chop up this video and say I admire the guy who chopped off the hot girl's head off for posting nudes online. But um, I just find it fascinating. Fascinating is the right word. I'm I find it fascinating that he went straight for chopping her head off. Very interesting. Crazy people, very interesting. Keep up the bad work. Uh, And you're going to see this stuff happening more and more because more and more people are acting like whores online. Stop doing that. I don't want to have to have a segment segment of e-thought news. I don't want that. Um, I don't think it's good for society. But wait, so, so he did that. He looks like that. And another aspect to the story is that the these pictures were posted on Instagram. I don't know how long they stay, stayed up on Instagram, but it's funny when there's um when you can post pictures of beheading your girlfriend and um there's a new feature on Instagram where if you write and this is just an example. I'm not trying to say the word retard. I'm ju- I just I'm just using the word as an example where if your friend posts a picture and you write in the comment section, you say, "Hey bro, you're retarded." A new feature that Instagram implemented is is the are you sure you want to say that feature? And that is a new algorithm 
that the nerds over at Silicon Valley came up with to protect your feelings from bad comments. Because we're, we're, you're so oh so precious, and you should never have to hear anything you don't want to hear because they care. I mean, they spy on you, but they care. <laughs> they, they just want to know what you want to buy so they can sell it to you even more. And they want you to keep buying the things that they target you and retarget you and retarget you with. And, the, and they want to protect you. They're, they're, your, they're, not only, they're God. That's what they are. They're not your parents. Your parents don't protect you from bad things. God doesn't protect you from, actually, the Silicon Valley God does. That's who protects you from the bad things. So it's funny that they, they focus on protecting you from these bad words. But, you know, these, these uh, beheading pictures will slip under the cracks. Also, they protect you from nipples, and they protect you from porn. Porn is bad. I've always said this. But um, I think Twitter allows porn. I think Twitter is a little bit better about freedom of speech than than Facebook and Google, uh, and Instagram is, which is a sad thing I have to I have to acknowledge, because they're all horrible with it, and um, yeah. The 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 problem is is um everything. Let's let's just stay offline for a little bit. And let's ignore the thoughts, the e-thoughts, the Belle Delphines. The fact that she has four point something million followers is baffling to me. She's not hot. She looks like she's 12. I mean, maybe there's four point something million pedophiles out there. I mean, she's definitely over 18, but she just she makes herself look really, really young. She looks like an anime thing. Anime is bad. I've been saying this forever. Um, oh, I forgot. Let me go back to my thing. I just, I just, one question for the, if America sucks so much, why don't you move somewhere else? I, I kind of switched that over to, rather than really ranting about that, I switched that over to, uh, Trump tweeting about that. But, um, my, the last question in that rant is what's your solution? Because pe- the people that complain about these things, they never have a solution. They just complain about it. The hashtag resistors never have a solution for anything because it's easier to complain about things than to say, hey, this is how we fix a problem. This is what we should do. The, like the separating the, the children with the adults, you have to do that. First of all, a lot of those kids don't belong to the the person that they claim is their parent because a lot of the times those people use kids to cross the border and to to claim asylum. So you 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 they're basically protecting those kids by separating them from those people who are probably strangers. So what's your solution? What would you do? You'd keep them with the adults? You'd let them wander around the United States hoping a, a nice white family adopts them? That's that's not how real life works. That's not how any of this works. So give us solutions. Give give pe- rather than complaining, we need solutions. Hey. That was the rant. That was all over the place. Sad water. That was all over the place. Um 
I want to get to some of my tweets from the past week. I had some big ones. And I'm not going to read all of them. I had a lot of tweets. You know what? I'm going to... I'm just going to do one. I'm just going to do one tweet. No, I'm going to do two. I'm going to do one that wasn't so big and then one that was really big. So the New York Times tweeted last week. They said, um, Dave Chappelle hasn't adjusted his material for Broadway. He's still defending wealthy, famous men like Louis C.K. and making jokes about transgender people. The New York Times. Second time I have to mention them today. The New York Times tweeted this. I'm trying to. It's bright, you know? And you guys can't. Whatever. You heard what I said. So I I retweeted that. I said, you don't understand comedy. Nothing is off limits with comedy. This is the arts section of the New York Times tweeting. Comedians and humans, everyone should be able to make fun of everything. Nothing is. No one is protected. How about that? No one is protected. You can literally make fun of everything. That's the new decree that I and many other people believe because that's what freedom of speech is. Freedom of speech is just... um, There's no such thing as hate speech in this country. Oh, which actually brings me to the next thing. The next thing I wanted to show you was... um, I went to test drive a Tesla last week just to see what that's like. They're very cool cars. So I had to go to the Westfield Mall in uh, Century City in Los Angeles. And at that mall, this tweet of mine had 661 retweets and 1766 likes. And it was a warning sign on the premises of the mall. Now, again, if I had a a proper YouTube show with, with a good engineer, it would pop up here and you can read it. And for those just listening to this, my hand is above my shoulder. Like if I'm holding a thing like a waiter, like I'm holding a thing of plates, but I'm really just pointing up saying the thing would be here. So it's this for those few people watching. This is um, a warning sign at a mall. And this was everywhere. It says free speech activity. In, in, in activity is in red because it's a big warning thing. The center is privately owned and managed. The center is legally required to allow certain free speech activities in its common areas subject to time, place, and manner rules. The center does not support or endorse or otherwise approve any views of individuals engaging in free speech activities in the center. Please advise center, advise center management or security office if you have any concerns or complaints about such activity. If you have any complaints about freedom of speech, if freedom of speech is harmful to you and your family, um, please advi- please ask us uh, for help. <laughs> I'm adding all the rest, but you get the idea. That is absurd. Do you know where free speech activity is? It's on this soil. It's America. You don't need that. The warning sign is our flag. The First Amendment is is part of the warning. Hey, you might hear things you don't like. You might overhear offensive things. You might overhear offensive conversations over at the food court. 
There is no such thing as offensive speech. That's all subjective. I could be offended by a literal girl saying, Mommy, I don't like chocolate ice cream because I can perceive that as she doesn't like black people because I'm a crazy person and I would for sure jump the gun to that. So that was a warning sign. And it's funny because a lot of people on the right who would post about that would be like, you guys would never believe it. I saw this thing at the mall. And how outraged are you? Because I'm very outraged. I was kind of trying to sound like Alex Jones there a little bit. But the thing is, is that I'm not outraged. I'm actually not even surprised. I just thought it was funny. Because it is. It's absurd. The whole thing is. And uh, that's just where what what kind of country we're living in. Maybe it's not the whole country. Maybe it's just I'm in California. I'm used to this bubble. I kind of perceive the whole country to be this way just because all entertainment comes from here. All of tech comes from comes from here. Academia is like here. I mean, all of the college campuses are basically little mini Californias. And um and yeah, it's all here. So, I just have to 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 live it every day. Very fun. So those were some tweets of this week. You guys, just remember, hate speech isn't the real thing. Oh, another one. Sorry. But another sad fact that um, got, got a lot of, of um, hate and unfollows was... Sex worker isn't a real job title. Prostitute is the correct term. Also, when people with real jobs say, my boss was riding my ass all day, they don't mean it literally. That's just like a stupid stand-up joke. It reads like one. Uh, it's really funny that people got offended by that. And it's really funny that people are trying to push this whole sex worker thing. It's kind of like um, in large corporations when, when you if you get if you get a raise, but it's it's just in the name of your position and and maybe maybe a little money. They 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 change your your title, so it's like um, director of supervisor manager executive. I just invented that. But I guarantee you it exists in corporate America somewhere. It's kind of like that. Sex worker is like that. You're changing the name to something that there doesn't need to be that. Sex worker is, it doesn't sound any better than prostitute. If you're a whore or a prostitute or a stripper, own it. Just say, yeah, I'm a whore. I'm a prostitute. I'm a stripper. Changing the name to sex worker just... It sounds like you know it's bad. <laughs> it sounds like you you know what you're doing is is dirty. And you're trying to soften it up so you can make business cards that say sex worker on it so you don't have to make business cards that say prostitute on it. Imagine, imagine needing a business card for that. Imagine. Yeah. Oh. Guys, I'm a sex worker. All right. 
We should get to some questions. Sorry, I'm all, I feel like I'm all over the place with this podcast because um, the sad cast. Because I'm done for the day. I'm cranky. I'm hungry. I'm tired. It's hot. I forgot to turn the fan on. You know? Oh. <laughs> Can I just want to read you um one of the angry DMs I got for that sec for was it the sec no, it was the non binary one. The non binary one. I got a, a angry DM in all caps, and I think it's in all caps because people have started copying me writing in all caps. So so um the DM is this. What's the point in publicly attacking us instead of just letting us live in peace? Okay. That's the first thing. What do you mean live in peace? You can't read something you just disagree with and ignore it. Brush off your shoulder. Brush it off. Brush it off. It's going to be okay. Just breathe. By the way, if it bothers you this much, I'm doing you a favor. I'm making you a little bit stronger. We oh shit, uh, we regret we request nothing but respect for our pronouns. Is that too much to ask? Yeah, cause it's hard enough remembering people's names in real life. I'm not gonna remember their fake pronouns. I mean that's just ridiculous. When people are, are say I go by they them, you want me to butcher the English language for you? You're not that special. People whose gender identity is invalidated have a huge risk of suicide, which is why LGBT, he forgot to add Q, and A, individuals have an insanely higher suicide rate than others. That's because you're crazy. <laughs> it's not because people are invalidating you. That is because you're crazy. That is because you are making this who you are. That's not who you are. You can be those things. In the sense that you can be gay, but it's not who you are as a person. Because I don't care. And no one cares. Are you a good person? Are you interesting? If this is what your life is about, which is the, you explaining to people your right pronouns and your gender identity or whatever, or your sexuality, you're not an interesting person. That you're, You've latched onto the wrong thing, my friend. Be a little bit more interesting. And this whole risk of suicide thing, everyone has to grow up a little bit. We we are so comfortable that th that if something is just slightly uncomfortable, um, you jump to if you're like the guy who beheaded the girl for being an ethot, you jump to suicide right away. <laughs> Build up your immune system. Experience things you don't like. And then it won't be bad. It won't be bad anymore. But to say we have a high risk of suicide, you want attention. And I'll prove it a little bit later on in your um, rant to me. But you want attention. That's what you want. You want attention because typically people who get attention are people who are talented. You're not talented and you can't handle that. So... You're going to latch on to an identity thing that you think you, that you're basically forcing people to pay attention to you. 
Imagine having a conversation with someone and they say your wrong pronoun, and then you go into a whole spiel about why that's the wrong pronoun. You just forced someone to pay attention to you. That's what you just did because you're not interesting other than that. Um, blah, 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 where was I? Even if you don't think it's, it, is a, it is real, many people identify as non-binary, and many have attempted suicide from being ignored and invalidated by people and social media. Don't be on social media and ignore the people who ignore your whatever pronouns. But jumping directly to suicide, you're crazy. And also, you, you're just becoming insufferable. No one's going to want to hang out with you, and then you're going to commit suicide because no one wants to hang out with you. And humans are inherently social animals. So when you just burn every bridge because you're an insufferable human being, yeah, you'll, you'll probably commit suicide after that, but that was all your fault. That's not because people are calling you by the wrong pronoun. That's because you're an asshole. It is also not a sexual proclivity. It, it, it's an identity that is valid. Whatever. But it, but it is also endangered by horrible people who wish nothing more than to educate, in quotes, non-binary people when they are generally invalidating their own gender, filling them with dysphoria and making them feel broken or that their life is worthless, pushing them into a state of depression or suicide. Don't know what any of what you just said means. You're the one making yourself feel that way. No one can make you feel anyway that's you that you're doing that to yourself believe me my gender has been invalidated i've been dead named insulted and discriminated for my gender and after all that when i couldn't take it any longer i attempted suicide no you didn't you just wanted attention attempted suicide okay i'm 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 um I'm just going to say right here, and you can say, hey, Sadwater, you're completely wrong. There's no such thing as attempting suicide. You either do it or you don't. Attempting suicide is, is, is more about, hey, give me attention. Hey, this is an extreme way of getting attention. There's no attempted suicide. You're a pussy. If you do it wrong, you're a pussy. You weren't trying to do it to begin with. People who commit suicide for real, hey, hats off to you. Very brave. I would never do that. You're <laughs> I'm not encouraging it, by the way. I'm not encouraging suicide. I'm just saying, if you actually do it, um, you did it, you did it the right way by not fucking up. The people who fuck up fuck up on purpose because they're it's a cry for help. They're not trying to commit suicide. There's a lot of people who have attempted suicide ten times. You can't be bad at committing suicide. It's a very easy thing to do. <laughs> you just did it to the point where, you know what you did? You made it look like you were going to commit suicide. That's what you did. You made it look like you were going to commit suicide. You were playing pretend. You were playing house with suicide. But um, you didn't have the balls to really do it. Now, I'm not telling you to do it. Don't do it. But it was it was more of you were just, there was an extreme way of looking for attention. Um, and also, dead named isn't a thing. If you're born, okay, legally change your name. Dead named. I, I think it's it, it's it, he's referring to when if he changed his name to his Instagram handle, and he goes, "No, you have to call me." Um, Batman is bored. Underscore hashtag. 
And uh, in real life, you want people to call you that. And they're like, no, your name is Steve. I'm not calling you by your Instagram name. Then that's when they say you've been, you dead named me. Or if they say, um, I'm not really a gender. So my new name is skeleton unicorn. I don't know. I'm bad at coming up with fake names. Uh, I'm not calling you that because that's not your real name. Go legally change your name. That's also, they're playing pretend with their name. Go legally change your name to that, and then I'll call you that. And then the last part of his thing to me, and it's a him, because he can grow a beard. So he's a he. People who are as disgusting as you denying others their own gender are why we suffer every day from discrimination and offense. No, it's not. You have other problems you're ignoring. Hey, that's what I said in my post. Tend to those things. Don't blame it on me. So, uh, yeah, that was not a question, but I just thought that was a funny DM I should get to. All right, so here's a question. I was talking to a friend the other day. We were discussing why or why not people should vote. I said I don't believe I'm invested enough into politics to trust my own vote. She told me that's dumb because it's like giving the vote to the other side. She assumed, by the way, she right there, she assumes you're going to vote for her side. But if I don't care enough uh, uh, about uh, for politics, how would that matter? What are your thoughts? Also, I was told that because I have such powerful thoughts on certain matters, I'll always have a side whether I vote or not. No, uh, and I've said this before, and I think I actually made one of my opening rants about this. Um, fewer people should vote. There's there's typically people who push voting on on other people like you need to sign up to vote. You need to vote. Uh, Can I register you to vote? What they're asking you is, can I register you to vote for my side? And liberals are actually really good at doing that. I don't think conservatives do that as much because conservatives kind of just want to be left alone. I look at progressives as the people who are busybodies. They probably ask you to sign petitions 10 times more than a conservative would. That's the type of person. So uh, I think fewer people should vote. I think um, people inherently can't be interested in politics. It moves too fast. It, it's, it's happening every, every day. There's something new. And I think that people just want to be left alone. And they have, they have you know, their families and their jobs and their careers and their goals to worry about. So for the, for, for, to get these sort of people who are not really heavily invested in politics, who really don't know much about it, and who can kind of pay attention to, to it once every four years and make them get involved and try to get their vote, I think is actually detrimental to our republic because we live in a republic. It's not really a democracy. Um, I think it's, 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 m- it's more harmful to that. I think the best, better thing is, is, to, is to let it be. Don't encourage people to vote. Have fewer people voting. And the people who vote on both sides are the people who are heavily invested in and who are, who are junkies, who are political junkies. Other than that, I don't think people should vote. I don't think 18-year-olds should vote. I think that, I think that sh- if anything, it should be um, landowners. And I'm kidding. But that was <laughs> that's how it used to be. Um, you know, may- maybe, maybe it should just be one person in a household or something. I don't think everyone should vote. I think that that's... 
a recipe for disaster. And then that's that's how and then that's how you get the whole identity politics thing. And that's how you get the commercials on TV that are exaggerations of everything. And both sides do it. And then you don't know who to trust and you don't know who to like. Um, that's how you kind of get the false advertising from both sides. I think that it's um, there are enough people who are heavily interested in it just because they they are. It's their sport. They really like it. And I think that should be enough. Quality, not quantity. That's what I say. Um, all right. Let's get to some more questions. Oh, Bianca's death. Spoke about that. I beat you to the punch. Um, uh, I didn't have time to cross out the dumb ones. So I'm kind of reading these for the first time. <laughs> I don't Um. Oh, hey. Jordan's girlfriend, Jordan from last week, his girlfriend asks, unfit people being personal trainers and or fitness instructors. Oh, I think she, you see, she, she, um, she was being nice. And I thought she meant unfit as in they're not good trainers and shouldn't be trainers. Unfit, she means fat. She means fat. She didn't want to say fat. She's that nice of a person, so she didn't say fat. Um... Yeah, I don't if you're fat you shouldn't be allowed to be a trainer. And it's kind of like police officers or even soldiers. Like I, I if I see a fat police officer I'm like how did you pass? Who bent the rules for you to pass? Or or the I think I think for police officers they only have to do the test one time. So maybe they were skinny when they did it and then they just let themselves go. You shouldn't be allowed to be a police officer if you're fat. You shouldn't be a trainer if you're fat. What kind of I I one time when I was a kid I had a health teacher who was morbidly obese. She wasn't fat. She was morbidly obese. And she was the health teacher. I always thought that was funny. Or it's like it's like in the military how the Marines um they're trying to get more female recruits but they keep failing the tests. So they keep making the tests easier for them, but they keep failing them because they're not strong enough. Hey, how about you just get the strongest person. Stop trying to fill quotas. So, yeah, um, I don't think you should be allowed to be a trainer if you're fat. I mean, I don't think there should be a law. But who would hire that? That's kind of my thing. We're f This is a free country, so, of course, they... Um, yeah. I think that since fat is becoming more normal... It's just gonna be you it's gonna be normal to see fat trainers. Which proves it's about diet. Favorite swear word, retard. I think that's a swear word nowadays. Um, someone wanted me to talk about AOC crying over an empty parking lot. I'm not gonna talk about that because A, that's already old news, and B, AOC is kind of boring. All of those those four new freshmen congresswomen women's the pe people of colors um they are there's there's no substance to them their one move is to call everyone a racist everyone who disagrees with them a racist and also something about the green new deal but that i like how that's become a meme the aoc crying at an empty parking lot 
it's fun. I I wonder which, why the photographer released the real angle, the the angles that that showed that that was just a photo op, where um originally it was just from the side, so you don't know she could have been. You could have said, hey, she's maybe she maybe sees the kids, in handcuffs and she's crying. But then um someone I don't know who someone released the 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 other angles where it's just no, it's an empty parking lot. She's crying. She's acting. She's acting. Um. And I don't even think she's a good actress, but I think she she uses the crying a lot when she when she has those congressional hearings. But um, the the thing I wanted to talk about is that uh, it's so funny because they talk a lot of people are talking about the concentration camps again in quotes, and um, there was there was a a, a Latina guard when uh, Mike Pence was there the other day. And I don't think she even knew she was she was just guarding the area. I don't think she knew that they took her picture. But she blew up overnight. I think she has 20,000 something followers on Twitter. And it's just because she's a really hot Latina American detention guard at this um at one of those facilities. And she blew up because she's really hot. <laughs> but but um someone put that the picture of of AOC crying and then that picture of that that Latina guard next to her in one of these memes, and and she just looked super dismissive to the crying, and I thought it was funny. And um, I kind of like those stories of 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 people online getting famous overnight for absolutely nothing. She was literally just doing her job, and I think it's just because people don't typically see those guards as really hot they're usually just fat dudes with mustaches and oakley sunglasses but uh so it's it's actually it is unexpected for you know what it is i think she didn't know she's she was hot i think i think that if she knew she was hot she would have gotten a job at a car dealership or something or maybe she genuinely likes that job and that's what she's always wanted to do but a lot of times people will you know use their looks for something exciting and I guess that's an exciting job, right? I, I guess maybe maybe that is. But but um, people that's not what people see in, when they imagine a guard at a ICE detention facility for these uh, illegal immigrants. And um, so I like these stories about that, uh, about about these people who become famous for the weirdest reasons, like the, the guy last week, the short guy in Long Island who got who fought in a bagel shop. He's now famous. And he'll always be famous because he's super talented. I'm being sarcastic. I just I like that though. I I I always um I'm fascinated by by those kinds of people, especially the people who are messes. Like uh that girl's not a mess. The girl who's who's a guard there, she's not a mess, but um that guy who got in a fight in the bagel shop because he's 4 foot 10. Uh he's a mess. And he's been, he's more oppressed than, than the binary person. Whatever, the non-binary, sorry. Sorry, non-binary. He's more oppressed than that guy. Because he can't do anything about his shortness. All you need to do if you're non-binary is just, you're gay. <laughs> just come out of the closet, you're gay. Pick, pick, pick the one thing, you're gay. You're straight or you're gay, you're gay. So stop with the non-binary thing. Get in a fight in a bagel shop, become famous, and I just solved your problems. 
Um, please talk about your opinion on the Area 51 raid. Um, this is this is my thing. I think it's a hilarious joke. Um, I think that it's funny that the that now the U.S. government is taking this as a serious uh event that 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 is gonna happen. And I would put any money on it. And I'm gonna go to the to Vegas this weekend, so hopefully I can put a bet that um a few people will try to go attack area storm area 51 in september a few stupid people and they're gonna get killed on site i I think out of the four hundred thousand people or maybe more by now who have rsvp'd for that event i feel like two of them will think it's a real event and are planning right this second they're planning storming area 51 and they're gonna go there and it's gonna be awesome because they're going to die. It's not awesome that they're going to die. It's awesome that that those stupid people exist. That that there should be a movie. There should be a movie about this. Two brothers who are very stupid who saw this Facebook thing and who made it their life's mission to go. And then they die. But right before they die, right before they get killed, they see the aliens. So maybe they weren't so stupid after all. Someone write that script because that's a great movie and I'm tearing up thinking about it right now. Um, another Area 51 thing. So glad I answered that. Oh, someone, another person about AOC. The Squad. AOC, Omar, Talib, Presley. Yeah, that group, they're not an impressive group. You know what? It's funny because a lot of people think AOC is going to be a threat to the right. A lot of people think, and she's very good at Twitter. I mean, she has a lot of people looking at that. But I don't think it will translate to votes when she, for whenever she runs for president when she's old enough to run. And I think by then, her brand will be very stale. Um. She's going to try to channel the, the inner Donald Trumpness, but not many people can do that. And he's been in the zeitgeist. He's been in popular culture. He's He's been in the limelight since the early 80s. And he's been in that as a successful business person. Whether you believe he was successful or not, he's been he's always been perceived as one. And AOC ha- will be perceived as... Uh, an annoying congresswoman. So, I don't know. Um, I'm going to answer a few more questions and then, yeah, because I'm going over time. I'm going over time. Uh, where am I? One second. Oh, shit, my headphones. All right, let's finish this off. Uh, what's the easiest way someone can make a change in the world? Um, just uh, through your community. Th- this is uh, this is something that we have to kind of stop focusing on, and this is why I don't like globalization. When you don't feel connected to your country, there then there's no point in anything. It's a, it's you're lost. You need to feel connection to your country, and more than that, you need to feel a connection to your community. So, if you make a difference in your community, that is a bigger impact than 
trying to change the world. I mean, very few people. You're, t- you're literally talking about winning the lottery five times. <laughs> because very few people that have ever lived on this earth, I'm talking about in all of human history, very, 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 very few people have changed the world. Change your community and that will feel better. That will be more impactful. And... um and it'll be more impactful for your life. So it's there's not there's no there's nothing uh, you can't change the world. Alive today, very few people will change the world. You probably don't know anyone. You've probably never met anyone that has changed the world or will change the world. Another thoughts on rating Area Fifty One. Another Area Fifty One. Is it real? <laughs> I'm reading these as uh, as I'm going along. All the sweet black women that call you sugar and sweetie are going to die out. I, that might be a good sad fact. I don't know what you mean by that, and I can't answer that, and I don't know if it's a question, but I like it, and I love when black old black ladies call me sugar or sweetie. Just something about it makes me feel good. Would you rather watch uh, an episode of a show as it comes out or binge watch the show? I don't know. Binge watch? I don't I don't know. I guess you're asking me if I'd rather have control. I think maybe you'd appreciate it more if you couldn't binge watch it. I don't know. I don't care. How do you feel about the time you devote to social media? Would it be ideally would it ideally be less more slash the same? Less. I don't like the amount of time I donate to uh devote to social media. I feel like I kind of have to for now, but I don't like it. If a black person wears shoes, are they culturally appropriating white white people? Um no, they're culturally appreciating that. There's no such thing as cultural appropriation. It's not real. It doesn't exist and never existed and never will exist. It's not a thing. It's a fake thing made to divide us. And it is fake like most of the things you hear and most peop- most of the things that people complain about. It's fake. And those are the questions for this week. Um, there was some other things I wanted to get to. Let me just uh, see. Because I... Oh, yeah, there was another article about a new comedy that bombed at the box office because it was about toxic masculinity. Just make a fucking comedy. And then another article, don't laugh, movie comedies are disappearing. Yeah, that's because they're about toxic masculinity and about feminism, about all these things that no one wants to see while they're watching a comedy. Watch Caddyshack. Watch Animal House. Or watch Old School or Wedding Crashers. Or, or uh, Step Brothers, or any of these movies, none of them, none of those things talk about cultural appropriation or toxic masculinity or feminism or why white people are bad. None of them talk about any of these things. They just their their one goal is to make you laugh. So uh, that's why they're dying, you idiots. Imagine putting forty million dollars into making a movie and think pe- pe- thinking a comedy and thinking people are going to want to watch it because it's about toxic masculinity. Imagine that. You idiots. 
That's why the old media is dying. That's why the future is podcasting. That's why the future is with Gen Z and, and the nihilistic views about whatever. They, they hate all that stuff. They, um, are, they, they are fed up with it, and they're going to make fun of it. And uh, Gen X and, and, and boomers, they're not going to know how to reach Gen Z. It's by calling bullshit on all of those things. It's by, by actually admitting that non-binary is not a thing. Non-binary is not a thing. doesn't exist. Um, yeah. I wanted to talk about those articles, but I think I've already spoken about that. But it's funny because it's a trend. I've just been seeing more and more of these articles. But whatever. That is Sadcast episode 53. I am Sadwater. I love you. Here's a song, not for the live stream. Bye.
Fire! 